After a disappointing loss to the Memphis Grizzlies, LeBron James leads the Lakers with 33 points as he helps them finally take down the Thunder this season. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, Listen, going into this game, after the loss to Memphis the other night, I mean, things were looking really, really rough. We were just coming off a very exciting win against the Boston Celtics. People were hoping that this would be the turning point for the Lakers as they've hoped, you know, many games this season. And then they come out, completely lay an egg against a Memphis Grizzlies team that was playing without John Morant. So they really should have won. Um, then going into this OKC game, I mean, this was a must-win game. And LeBron James knew it. You know, Anthony Davis was not playing because he has some knee soreness. We definitely have to keep our eye on that. But LeBron dad continues to just excel this season when, of course, he is healthy, scoring 33 points. Yeah, Hannah, I mean, there's really no other superlative that can be added to LeBron James's resume right now. He was great again the other night. You know, for anybody who was hoping that maybe Anthony Davis or somebody else would step up and really become the leader of this team with LeBron about to turn 37 later this month, ain't going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. It's all LeBron. It's all about LeBron. He was fantastic. And uh, he did get some help in this game, though, Hannah. Tell us about some of the other players who did well. Yeah, you know, we actually had a, a surprise helper today. Avery Bradley had his, by far, his best game of the season. Uh, season high, 22 points. Uh, was actually 6 for 8 from 3-point range. So Avery Bradley finally had a real... Although he's played a couple of good games, but had by far his best game. And, you know, the Lakers obviously needed it, Dad. Uh, of course, without Anthony Davis. On, and, of course, on a night where Russell Westbrook had a very, you know, quiet offensive game as well. Yeah, Hannah, Avery Bradley has been playing consistently the best defense on the team this year. Uh, And frankly, that might even include uh, Anthony Davis. But, you know, we'll put Anthony Davis to the side. You know, he's the only, you know, guard who can really defend anybody in this team. So that's why he's been in the starting lineup. But he hasn't contributed offensively at all many nights. And, you know, again, he's got to contribute something. But in this game, he came out shooting, he came out firing, he was making his three-point shots, and he was instrumental in this win. But, Hannah, there was another young guy who was instrumental in this win, too, that took everybody by surprise. Who was that? You know, actually, Dad, um, our two youngest players just in general, I know you're talking about Austin Reeves. Of course, he had 13 points um, to go along with two assists, four rebounds. But THT Dad also had a really good night as well. You know, two for three from three-point range, four for seven from the floor, overall with 11 points as well. Um, So, you know, Austin Reeves, I know the coach is expecting him to actually play a, a pretty nice role for this team, which is pretty surprising because, of course, I think when the Lakers uh, signed him, no one expected him to really have any sort of a role. But, you know, listen, this kid is proving that he really can play. Well, Hannah, before he was injured, you know, we didn't know he just missed three weeks and he just came back two or three games ago. He's trying to round into shape. But before he was injured, he was getting regular minutes every night. And the reason, Hannah, is regardless of what the box score shows, he had, I think, the best plus minus uh, ratio on the Lakers all year. In other words, when he was on the floor, the team was doing really, really well. And so Frank Vogel really took a liking to this guy, but he was out, unfortunately, at a time he was just starting to really find his own. 
you know, he hurt his hamstring. He was out for three weeks, and he's kind of come back now the last maybe two, three, four games. Kind of struggled to get back into rhythm. But this game, Hannah, for the first time, he looked like he was comfortable on the court and really contributed in a big way. Yeah, and, you know, obviously it's nice to see because, of course, this Lakers team is so old, as we've talked about, you know, to we're blue in the face. So it's nice to have some of our young guys, um, our young talent, especially when it's someone that, you know, we really didn't expect much from going into the season, really show that, you know, he has a lot of potential. It's definitely very nice to see. You know, Dad, I want to um, ask you a quick question. Obviously, Russell Westbrook um, didn't score that much the other night, eight points, but he only took eight shots, four for eight from the floor. So it wasn't like he shot poorly. He was 50%. But... You know, we've seen him obviously struggled a lot in the beginning of the season, but as of the last month or so, was really kind of coming into his own. It was, you know, consistently getting anywhere from, you know, 18 to, to 25 points a night. And the last couple of games, he's really uh, taken a step back, at least offensively. Yeah, Hannah, I mean... To his credit, for some strange reason, he's not shooting very much. It's not like he's only been 3 for 19 shooting. You know, he's he's shooting at a pretty good clip, but he's just not shooting very much. I have no idea, Hannah. Again, LeBron James is the only constant on this team with everybody else, and that includes AD. You never really know what you're going to get. But, Hannah, I'm concerned. I mean, here we are, AD out again, this time with knee soreness. We don't know how long that's going to last but we're yet to see a game with AD, LeBron, and Russell Westbrook on the floor where the Lakers played a complete 48 minutes. At least that's my best recollection. People were starting to say after the Lakers looked pretty good the other night. Okay, it was OKC, but they looked pretty good. But Anthony Davis wasn't playing. What does it all mean? Yeah, you know, it's hard because, of course, the injury bug has really hit the Lakers this season. And obviously, going into this season, that was one of the keys was, you know, of course, having everyone stay healthy. And unfortunately, that just that hasn't been the case. And it's really hard to, you know, get any sort of consistency going because, you know, you mentioned it, Dad, there have been very few games in general where we have had uh, our big three LeBron AD and Russ all on the court together fully healthy so when that's the case it's just it's really hard to kind of gain any sort of momentum and get any sort of chemistry and consistency going well with AD out Hannah um, they started Dwight Howard even DeAndre Jordan got minutes but once again neither one of them played all that many minutes Hannah I don't know maybe these guys just don't have anything left in the tank because the Lakers were playing you know, with LeBron James and four guards a lot of times. And at the end of the game, Hannah, I'd never seen anything like it. The Lakers had five guards on the on the court. That's who they were playing. Well, I mean, listen, I think it's uh, safe to say Frank Vogel's really into this small ball lineup. I mean, I don't know if I necessarily agree with it. I think a big part of it uh, determines on the fact of, of course, who we're playing and the matchup and stuff. But I think it's pretty apparent that at this rate, if Frank Vogel would like to constantly just have all five guards in at this point. Well, Hannah, he may have no choice. I mean, you know, trying to defend him a little bit here. The Lakers don't have any wing players. They got they got nobody. They got nine guards and, and five other guys. And it looks like, I don't know, you know, I'm not sure what to say about Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan at this point. You know, um, neither one is playing all that well. Neither one is playing minutes at all, really. Just, you know, not very big minutes. Even Dwight, I had big high hopes for him going into the season, but he just doesn't look like the same player right now. He just doesn't seem to have the energy or the ability to jump like he did a couple of years ago. 
these guys may be through, Hannah. So, I mean, the Lakers are just in shambles in the front court. Yeah, I mean, listen, obviously uh, Dwight and DJ are definitely at the end of their career. So I think they've really just kind of been, they're in here to provide some size. And, you know, when they are called upon, obviously rebounds and, you know, for defensive purposes. But it is very clear those two guys are definitely um, on the end of their career. And who knows how many minutes they're going to be playing consistently a night. You know, you mentioned it does. Some nights Dwight plays, some, night De- some nights DeAndre plays, uh, some nights both plays some nights uh none really play that many minutes in general so just kind of a tricky situation uh again I think it's a combination of Vogel really likes a small ball lineup Lakers have a lot of guards and of course Dwight and DeAndre are you know definitely towards the end of their career but dad you know I want to take a little bit of a, a shift here um and talk a little bit about a recent rumor that has really been heating up lately apparently the Lakers are interested in a trade with the Indiana Pacers to uh, get a player by the name of Miles Turner uh, Dad, what do you think about this? Well, Hannah, again, but for the people who only want Anthony Davis to play center, Miles Turner is a 25, 26-year-old center. He's led the league in blocks, I think, two or three of the last four years. He's shooting 40% from three-point range this year. I mean, I don't know how they would get him. Obviously, they'd have to give up THT. Personally, I would be willing to because THT really hasn't shown me this much this year. And again, if there's desperation because LeBron's towards the end of his career, if if you're trying to win now, I I mean, I don't think THT is going to get you there. So, you know, Miles Turner is a very good young player, uh, still young, has a lot of skills, can shoot the three-point range shot. You know, and again, it, it just... The impression is that Dwight Howard and DeAndre Jordan just don't have anything left. So if that's the case, you know, with Anthony Davis out, there's there's no front court. There's just no front court on the entire team. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously going into the season, the front court, uh, the center position was one of the biggest question marks. And I think as we've seen, you know, we just talked about Dwight and DJ just, you know, don't have that much left. So I think, you know, getting a guy like Miles Turner, again, I don't really necessarily know what that trade would look like if the Lakers even want to trade THT, although I kind of agree with you, Dad, I'd be fine with it. But, you know, this summer, uh, apparently uh, a lot of teams wanted THT. We could have got DeMar DeRozan if we would have included THT in a package. And Rob Plinka and, you know, the front office just felt that, THT has a lot of promise and wanted to keep him. So I don't know if they would be okay uh, trading him. But, you know, at the end of the day, maybe a desperation, like you said, Dad, with LeBron only having, you know, one or two more years left in him. Obviously, we are in full-blown win-now mode. So, you know, you just never know. Obviously, that's a new report, but rumors are definitely swirling that the Lakers are in talks with the Pacers and are definitely trying to uh, see how they can make that maybe work. So going to definitely keep you guys updated with that. You know, I want to end, Dad, today. Lakers take on the uh, Orlando Magic at home. Um, I think at this point, every game is a a must-win game. Um, We're finally one game above 500. We've kind of been teetering on that 500 line. But I think we've got to finally turn a corner, Dad. We're about that quarter way of the season, just past the quarter way of the season. We've got to turn a quarter and a, a corner and start to gain some sort of consistency and start winning some basketball games. So, Dad, what are uh, some of the keys to getting this win today against the Orlando Magic? Well, Hannah, number one, don't take the Orlando Magic too lightly. I mean, they are one of the worst teams in the league, but as we've seen, that means nothing to the Lakers. They've lost to some really bad teams this year. This is the last home game they're going to play for a while. They're going out on the road in a very, very tough stretch coming up. They've got to get this game tomorrow night, uh, or I guess it's going to be tonight by the time we post this uh, podcast. Uh, it's a critical win. You've got to take them seriously. you got to play inspired, 
urgent basketball for 48 minutes. Yeah, and you know, we've obviously seen the Lakers drop some games that I know they're going to look back when they look back on the schedule and say, man, I wish I would have won that. Um, again, can never take any team too lightly. The Lakers have definitely lost their fair share of games against teams that they should have really easily won. So I'm going into this game, uh, pop, uh, you know, optimistic, but also really hoping that the Lakers come out strong and play a full 48 minutes. Again, um, as we're recording this, we don't know the status on Anthony Davis, if he is going to play, if he is not going to play. Uh, hopefully that knee soreness is nothing to be too concerned about because good Lord, we got to get these guys healthy. We've got to get this full purple and gold squad healthy so that we can finally kind of see what they'll look like in full force. So I think that is uh, going to be it for today. But let me know, you guys, what are some of the keys for the Lakers getting this win today against the Orlando Magic? You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. Or, of course, message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.